Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and welcome to a special episode of this Black Girl Podcast. I am one half of your host at Ola.miss.lola, aka Lola. And I am one other half of your host at The Hill Diva. As you can see, our handles are down here for y'all. So you can find us on Instagram, but don't forget our main page, which is at This Black Girl Podcast. That's right. And today's a special episode because it is one year, one year of This Black Girl Podcast. And I'm excited. I'm thankful. My face don't look like it, but I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it's been a whole year, 300 and... Technically, 300 and what, 67 days? Because our first episode came out November 29th. And so with that being said, how do you feel about it? What's your thoughts on it? Um, It's been a journey. It's been a journey. It's definitely a beautiful thing. And um, I feel like we can even look back at on all the episodes that we've made and it's a whole catalog that we have so i think it's a beautiful thing that it's been a year 367 days like we're 367 days wiser older and you know we've been through a lot especially like we started during the pandemic too right so right it was funny to you know see how it evolved well my question to you was um what can you say like that you thought that you didn't know last year or that you weren't thinking like your mindset was last year that is different from this year? Hmm. Good question. Very good question. Hmm. I have to think, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. For me, it would be with dating. Um, yeah. Because this summer I had my I want to call it my long hair, don't care summer. Okay. (laughs) Hashtag no bra summer. So I learned wear a bra, ladies. Gravity is real. Okay. No bra summer got canceled halfway through. Like I can't be having my puppies. Anyways, the puppies can do what they want. But so wearing a bra is great. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I would say like give it a week max, but don't go more than a week without a bra, ladies. Like. I'm speaking from experience here, (laughs) but no judgment if you don't wear a bra. Um, But I will definitely say what I learned the most um, would be in terms of dating as that's kind of what I can think of off the top of my head right now was, you know, us girls were so trained to date, you know, one guy at a time. And, you know, like we like to get to know one person, date him. And, you know, when, if something doesn't go well, you either heartbroken or you move on and, Girl, I was juggling like Cirque du Soleil, honey boo boo. Like I had about, I did not have less than five men at one time, you know, de- oh casually doing, getting to know. And it was, yeah. it was, it was the best way because it literally became like, I felt like I was on, like, it's like Squid Game. You know what I mean? <laughs> literally like, okay, two down, you know, replay, go back, call the reinforcements. Like, and you just get to know people a lot more and you, and you get, e- it was easier to let go of a bad thing. And that's what I learned how to okay. let go of something. Okay. This guy's not for me, or I see red flags. It, it just became easy to let it go. Whereas the less men you date, 
you're more yeah. inclined to get attached and think, okay, but he's such a nice guy, but you have nothing else. You have no options. So, but when you have a lot of options, you're like, I'm sorry, I want the best of the best, right? That part, I swear, I could close that. I will say, like, for myself, kind of in the same lane, but a little bit different, how important it is to just be, to like, to be real and communicate, like, authentically just because like if people reach you they reach you and it's just like you can't always be happy-go-lucky super positive super happy like sometimes you're pissed off sometimes things aren't like you're not okay with something and if you truly have a relationship with somebody whether that's your dating friendship um families family members things like that you should be able to communicate authentically and know that like if somebody's upset with you or not quite happy with how things are going it's not necessarily like oh well I hate you or well the relationship is over or severed it's just this is how I'm feeling this is what's going on this is whatever and it's like you you resolve to like work on your problems and I feel Mm -hmm. like because I always thought I was mature but until like you experience that part of like knowing that you either hurt somebody or somebody hurt you and you could actually confront and address it and work on it and move from it. I don't know. It hits different. For sure. For sure. It's effective communication, you know, and especially I find that it's true. Like the older you get, you have to be able to agree to disagree or just agree to keep it moving. You know what I mean? Like that's it. And that's one thing I definitely feel in the same way, I wouldn't say I learned this this year, but like in my previous years, like I've just learned how to keep it moving, you know? And especially when you're a person who's always attached and always wants everything to end well, a lot of times it is hard to do that. It's hard to just tell someone, you know what, this is not working out or blah, 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 blah. Like that used to be me a lot. Like not I didn't like ending things. You know, I wanted everything to to end well all the time and everything has to go perfectly. And life isn't perfect. And that's the, that's the part that you realize when you get older, like ain't nothing perfect about life. Ain't nothing always going to go the way you want it to. But, you know, if you can at least agree to disagree or come to some kind of agreement, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Some sort of resolution. And I agree. I was, I was definitely in that same boat where it's just like, Oh, I feel like this, if this happens like this and I want things to go like this. So it's like, not everything's going to be like that. And it's like, you can Mm -hmm. only do your best and understanding that your best is good enough, at least for you. It may not be good enough for somebody else. And that's fine. That has to be the L you have to take, but just know like I, well, I did my best and this is what I could do. I'm sorry. It's not good enough for you, but it is it is is. what it is yeah right exactly Um, but my question is um for you we've had it like obviously we've had two seasons so far we're going to be going into season three in the new year um and my question to you is out of all the guests that we've had and like interacted with and stuff who is your favorite Ooh, good question um, I don't even know if I have a favorite. I don't because I love them all. Like they've they've all been really awesome people. It's been and we spoke to so many people, especially with season two. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we went video, having we had like a real like heavy month where it was just podcast, podcast, guest, podcast. I can't even talk, but guest, 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 pretty much. Um, so my favorite guest, to be honest, I feel like there's a, t I would, I would say the most memorable guest for me yeah. would be, uh, I, I did like when we had, um, Keys, Ali and, uh, the two American young men oh, and Carter and Carter. Yeah. That was yes. fun. That I also really great. enjoyed Gaio. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Gaio's great. Yeah. Um, those I, are the most, and of course, Obama Roskalat too. Like we cannot, <laughs> how can we forget yeah. him? We cannot forget him. We've just had so many good guests. So like, I can't even really pinpoint one. I feel like uh, they've all been fun in their own ways. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah. fair. What about you? That's fair. Everyone's had their own moments um, that really kind of stood out and took a piece. Um, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe a guest took a little too much sometime, but yeah. um, <laughs> if you know which one I'm talking about, we're not going to say names because we don't want to drag talk about like, yeah, okay. But you know, um, mm -hmm. I would have to agree mm -hmm. though. I love keys. Shout out to keys Ali and to only one Carter, Jay Carter. Um, and who else? Gaio, of course, he's great. He's been on our show twice now. Um, and obviously Donovan, aka Obombaras Clot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and who else? I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that stood out to me. Um why am I forgetting his name? Oh no. I was gonna say Stan, Stan was really great too. Funny man Stan. You can find oh, yeah. on Twitter. He was hilarious. Yes. Had me dorking out and I loved every second. <laughs> um, but I forget the one guy. There was you remember, do you remember the um not the trucking guy, but the other guy who had a special job or whatever, who was like a libertarian and yeah, Samity Sam? Tattoo? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we called him Samity Sam. <laughs> I forget his name right now, but like there's moments where I just think about him and I'm like <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, he was a good guest too. Like, it, it's interesting too because, like, even just hearing the way he spoke, mm. you know, from the South, it's like they're living in a whole different, never mind, yeah, they're in the States or in a different country, but it's like a whole different culture, a whole different, like, environment. It's hot all the time down there. Oh yeah. It's just it's it's amazing that we can be kind of close but full worlds apart, you know? So Oh yeah, that was like um that was like uh Jay from Ireland. Like the fact yes. that we're connecting somebody all the way in Ireland is wild yes. to me. And I love that it. That was Yeah, that was good. And he, he was very interesting. He, he had a very interesting story I remember him yeah. being half black. Um he well him being biracial. He was half Irish, half black i remember i can't remember yeah. where his jamaica um, he was half jamaican okay of course you won't forget I that <laughs> you know so he was that was really interesting talking to him mm -hmm. honestly i feel like we should do like a recap we need to do a montage video <laughs> of like funny moments with all our guests for the one year mm -hmm. like that would be hilarious because there's been so many moments and then and, and over time as we keep recording it's like you forget about all these interesting different 
people we've oh, met, you know? So for sure, for sure. I'll probably repost in our stories all the reels of all the guys. Mm -hmm. that so it's like you kind of get a little recap of everybody because everybody was so, what I liked was everyone was so different. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was so different. But the one thing I will say that stood out to me talking to everyone, because at the end of the day, we all address the commonality of like dating and relationships for men from a men's perspective. Right. And each and every one of them all came down to like personality. Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. I thought was very refreshing because like, you know, mm -hmm. especially social media, you see Oh, I like a girl with, you know, big button, a smile. It's a whole song. Mm -hmm. And, you know, always talking about looks. And I want a girl with like a small waist and full hips and big breasts. And everything seems to be centered around looks, 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 looks. Right. But when talking with these guys, all of them, in terms of like the women that they had dated, um, you know, are currently dating, all that stuff, life, their whole life experience had always revolved around the person's personality. Oh, I remember that girl. She was feisty. Oh, this girl was funny. This girl was like, anytime they were describing women that they were interested in, spoke mm -hmm. more to their personality, which I thought was like really refreshing and super nice to hear. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's definitely refreshing just to even hear a man's perspective mm -hmm. because just hearing the man's perspective for me was what was like, Oh, okay. That's enlightening because I, and I feel like a lot of us women don't realize this, but yeah. a lot of us, unless you're raised, you know, with a lot of brothers and, or, you know, your dad, very close to your father who, and if he's an open kind of guy, I didn't get a lot of a man's perspective growing up, you know, especially right. about how they feel about women. I grew up with mostly sisters and I had a brother, but you know, he was way older than me. So our like, sex talk was if you ever have a boyfriend you better introduce me to him if I catch you in the street with a guy it's going to be another story I'm like oh my god you know that was it that was the only talk That's I got uh, you know from the male perspective yeah. so yeah it's really nice to kind of get that feedback about you know what guys think about women do they think you know if a girl calls them too much like what's crazy what do they call you know what I mean the way that yeah. they interpret our behaviors and the way we interpret their behaviors can be completely different sometimes so it's refreshing to hear that from them yeah I definitely agree because I although I I grew up with a similar perspective in the sense that like um I had older sister younger brother but I grew, was grow like I grew up being raised by my mom. I wasn't close to my dad at all. I was super close to my mom, still close to my mom. So she has a very like conservative uh, mindset. It's like, oh, don't trust no man. This man only wants this one thing from you. Don't mm. all they want is front. Don't talk to them. Don't talk to them. Don't, you know. And it was very mm -hmm. dismissive of like, just you know, men have this one predatory, like you know, instinction about them don't trust them don't this and it was just nice to have like a moment and like to share a platform to show that like men are people too right. <laughs> they have thoughts and feelings and perspectives that are also valid and like not all men are predatory which is super important you right. know when people are always screaming not all men who are like you always hear somebody say not all men well who are these not all men because we've been looking <laughs> for them all for life Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, nice. it's so true. And at least we found some good ones. Like I, I love 
mainly, I feel like men who choose to put themselves out there are also putting themselves out on a limb, right? It's funny because I saw a, um, I saw this post yesterday and a, a girl had, was basically talking to this guy and she had told him that her kids come first. Okay. And so, so she was a mother, she had like a daughter or whatever. And then she was talking to some new guy and she's like, yep, you know, no matter what in my life, my, my daughter comes first. Um, and the guy was trying to tell her like, you know, well, to say that your daughter comes first is rude to um, a male because if a guy is an alpha male, it's disrespectful to him because he is the one that he's hoping to take care of you and your daughter and he needs to be strong to take care of you guys. And yeah. it kind of minimizes his role in your life. If you something, something along those lines. Right. Well, and a girl responded to it. Right. Saying. Triggered right away. Right. And he's, he's like, you know, beta males, you can say that to them because they don't care and blah, 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 blah. But alpha males, it's insulting. It's triggering, blah, blah, blah. And some girls like he sounds like one of these Samuelites from school of Kevin Samuels. And <laughs> she was going off. Oh, it was so funny. I was laughing. But what are your views on that? Because that's also another perspective that some males do have, right? That right. they, you know, they want to be respected. Like when it comes to blended families, I feel like more and more girls are having blended, having children and finding other mates. You know, this is commonplace now. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about that? Um, I mean, when it comes to blended families, for sure, I feel like, and again, going back into that whole communication bag, I feel like communication is super important. Because like you, you already know my position. I'm essentially in a blended family right now. I have my child. Um, my boyfriend is not her father, although he gets mistaken for it all the time. But <laughs> you know, that's not that's not his, that he knows. Like you know, that's not his child. But he knows by being with me. Like she is a part of me by extension. Therefore, you know, he'll help me take care of her, look out for her he has her best interests in mind because that's part of this family dynamic. He can't go around pretending like she don't exist, you know, right. and on the flip side, her dad, I communicate with her dad a lot because um, I remember when we first started dating, he was uncomfortable because he assumed that um, my boyfriend would now become her new dad and like mm. replace him and he was very intimidated by that thought and I literally had to remind him like just because I have a boyfriend doesn't mean that like our child has a new father like you're still her right. father that hasn't changed and there I don't know I don't know what's going on on that side of the camp but <laughs> I don't know how the communications work in there because like she was there last weekend and she called me and she's like oh, daddy's girlfriend's my other mom when I'm here. And I'm like, who told you that? <laughs> like, right? Yeah. It's like, funny because. Uh, mm -hmm. No, I'm just saying, like, I just thought it was weird because it's like, you're all in my, your feelings worried about her having this whole step daddy. But <laughs> she's telling me that this girl's your, her new mom. Like, new mom, yep. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, it's always a double standard, right? <laughs> With their, their feelings never ending yeah i was gonna say um with my situation like similar similar thing like i was in a relationship with a man that was not my kid's father and um yeah like 
when it comes to me and my children, I feel like if I'm dating anybody, you need to know that the kids come first. I feel like it's so beta male for a man to even have to stay. And I don't even, to be honest, I don't like these titles of alpha and beta male in the beginning. Right. Okay. But if you cannot claim that I'm an alpha male, if you're an alpha male, it doesn't need to be said. That's a, that's the number one rule about fight club. You don't talk about fight. Okay. <laughs> yep. And yes. the same thing with alpha male. If you really are so manly and true in yourself, be about it. Don't speak about it. Just be about it. Okay. And mm -hmm. there is manliness in gentleness. Okay. There is manliness in humbleness. There is yeah. manliness in softness, delicateness. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to be rough and na -na 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 -na, bravo, bravo, all about me, puff out your chest to be a man. No, you have a penis and you claim that penis, you are a man. Okay. All right. Trying to be yeah. politically correct here. You understand? But, but, no, I, I definitely understand. And I was just going to say, like, I definitely feel like just being a, a man, like, okay, okay, sure. But like, just like how with 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 this whole podcast was based off of the premise of, you know, breaking the monolith. Not every black girl is going to be the same black girl. There's going to be, you know, the bougie black girl, the nerdy black girl, the you know, the the angry black girl, the sporty black. Like there's there's different types of people, and there's people who intersect those those different tropes and things like that. Same right. thing for men. There are some men that you know find their joy in woodworking and building a whole house okay there's yeah. some men who find yeah. their joy in repairing cars there's some men who find joy in gardening there's some you yeah. know yeah. but you have to call it you have to make it masculine so you have to call it landscaping but like, <laughs> like like i just girl you just made me do my ugly laugh <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what i'm saying, saying. Yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying right so yeah. some people like some people find their joy in, in cooking and baking, but you can't call it that. You have to call them a chef. In right. Pastry chef. Yeah. You know, like, hmm. But it's just yeah. like, you don't have to do all of that. And because not like, not everything that has to be for men has to be super aggro, you know, or super messy exactly. or anything like that. Like, what was I watching? I was watching, um, I was watching Dragula. And it's similar mm, okay. to like RuPaul's Drag Race, mm. but it's in the niche of like alternative drag and like goth kind of themes of drag. So it's like, you know, sometimes scary, using special effects, bloody, extra like sometimes like sexual, whatever. Filth, they, oh, they, yeah. like, they like calling it filth and filth and, um, Filth and dirt. I don't know. They they they're just <laughs> very, very polar opposite from that RuPaul brand, right? Um, right. But what I like about it is that their cast. You see, like, um, you see, like, uh, black drag queens, white drag queens, Asian drag queens, Latina and Latino mm -hmm. drag queens, AFAB drag queens, which you never see often that gets a platform, um, yeah. which is you know assigned female at birth. Girl, if I knew ASAP was going to be a thing, I'm telling you right now, I would have been living my life as a drag queen. Girl, right? I never knew that. ASAP. I never even heard of that. Yeah. It's become more popular now. 
but um it's yeah it's a it's a female assigned female at birth that's what I mean. love that right I absolutely love that wow anyway. that's interesting I would, I've I would. never seen that and it's on that show you're talking about yeah they have a they have a contestant her drag name is Sigourney Beaver <laughs> right <laughs> um and she's really good she's beautiful outfits um glamorous makeup very very nice i i personally enjoy it i'm just wow, i'm sorry i'm also looking up something to bring up after this but um the <laughs> whole point is all of those men well i don't even want to say men because they are men all of those men with the exception of her and the one woman people would look at that and assume oh you're not you're not manly you're not this and i'm like have you seen some of the shit that they've crafted you can't even friggin' put two stitches together to fill mm -hmm. fill all of their crotches, and they're making a whole you know unique costume presentation, um, props and stuff just for like a five minute floor show. Wow! So wow. I I feel like it's a state of mind, and I'm glad that like talking to the guests that we had kind of opened that perspective like just a little bit further. Mm hmm. No, that sounds wonderful. So, but I highly recommend if you haven't watched Dragula, watch it. If you're not into, if you're okay with things that might be a little gory, a little scary. <laughs> I like yeah. my true crime, so that would be nothing for me. Oh, <laughs> the last one, not this, not this episode, but the last episode, the people up for extermination, not elimination, uh, extermination. <laughs> <clears throat> had to be locked in a room full of cockroaches. Are you serious? Girl, the cockroaches were like this big. No. And they're falling on their heads, in their wigs. One went in between the girl's tits, and she's screaming. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. I, can't even, I can't even think of that. Ugh. I was watching the episode last week. I'm like, if I was on this show, that's when I would be eliminated. Bye. My, yes, like that reminds me of Fear Factor. Do you remember that show, Fear Factor? Oh, I Back in the day. Oh my God, when they had to like eat bull testicles and this and that, sit in a cage full of rats and things. Like they had to do all kinds for money. Ridiculous. Oh, that 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 kind of stuff. That's where I would be out of Are the competition. Right? I'm dying. You're so funny. I feel that. Oh Trust my. Trust me. But um, I was gonna ask you. Yes. Looking back on the one year of uh, podcasting, like, do you, is there any segment, even our Dirty Thirty Thursday segments, that yeah. was the most memorable for you? Um, our favorite segment. Hmm. I would have to say it's a toss-up between. Having um, Jamezia on our show. Shout out to Jamezia Monroe. Yeah. Um, it's a toss up between having Jamezia because she, I felt like, brought a whole bunch of another layer of insight, you know, and, and just, mm -hmm. um, you know, about self and being and self healing and stuff. That and probably when we were talking about, um, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. That oh whole, yeah, that whole thing. Oh, that yeah. was that whole debacle. Girl, the royalty. 
Like, <laughs> yes, yes. I love that too. That was hilarious. Girl, I do miss our Dirty 30 Thursdays. Those were so, those were fun. I like, I liked when we did the this or that. Oh yeah. Those that were was hilarious. Um, we definitely gave some good tea there. Like that was the tea. So if you want to know what we like <laughs> or don't like, go Watch listen that. back to those episodes. <laughs> Sure, this or that was actually great. I love I loved this or that and I do miss this or that. That was great. Yes. We should do one. We should definitely like try and do one for one of our next episodes. Or we can go live on our Instagram because that those were always fun as well. Mm-hmm. Doing our uh weekly lives. Those were really fun. We haven't really done that much lately. But um well, girl, we're doing that's that's yeah. nice. I do miss Instagram lives. That was fun. Like you know, a good way to kind of interact with people. Um, mm-hmm. what else? What else? Okay, my question to you though is, um, is there maybe perhaps an episode, um, in hindsight that maybe you, you're like, I re- I regret. Maybe I overshared, or maybe I feel like I'm wrong in my opinion. Girl, there's probably like five, six, seven, eight of them. <laughs> I can't even think at the top of my head. But sometimes, like, it's funny because I, I have thought about that. Like, so- certain views of mine have changed, I will say, mm-hmm. okay. um, over the past year. And I it's funny because I did think of one the other day, but I, I can't think of it right now. But I know I've said some shit. So uh, at the beginning of these podcasts and we were just like yay podcast you know what I mean you just go off you're having fun you know so definitely I feel like I would have to like sit down and listen to some of them yeah and just to hear and you know that would be hilarious actually we, I don't think we'd be the first to do this mm-hmm. but we should do like a reaction video to our own podcast like that <laughs> that would oh, be freaking hilarious I was gonna say <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be a mess you'd be like ooh, ooh. <laughs> I said what? <laughs> like <laughs> who said? I need a whole glass of wine for that. This is orange juice today, but we would right? need the wine. tomorrow. <laughs> um. Okay. Can you so think I'm of anything? Ask... Huh? Can you think of anything that your views may have changed on? Um. Not that I can. Honestly, not that I can think of. I. I like to say things with my whole chest. If I'm wrong, I'm never afraid to say that I'm wrong. Okay, you know what? You're you made a valid point. You're wrong. I'm or I'm wrong, whatever. And move on from it. But um no. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I don't think so. I was gonna say though, um looking back because we actually, I, we, the other milestone that we're lucky enough to celebrate, we have like over a thousand streams now in over a year. Yeah. So, which is great for like just waking up and be like, you know what, girl, I miss us doing this. Let's do this again. Mm-hmm. And one year later, you know, thank you for the thousand listens. And hopefully we'll just keep growing and growing and growing. Um, I was going to say, though, the top episode um, that we had was actually recently and it was called uh, The Bare Minimum 
It was an episode while you were away, but it had me and the mister talking about, I guess, people, I don't want to just say guys or whatever, but people in general, offering the bare minimum, asking for the most. Mm. Now, what's your thoughts on it? Because you weren't able to put your two cents on it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that this is a trend that is unfortunately gotten more common these days. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like I don't want to blame men. I, I'm not going to blame a certain sex for this, but right. because um, a lot of, you know, a lot of women are being generous these days, you know, paying for half of the meals and the less traditional women, I'll put it that way, are yeah. willing to come halfway for men. Some men want to take that and run with it, you know? And I feel like a lot of men are like, okay, there's girls out here willing to, you know, come and pay for a meal. Okay, well, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, I forgot it again. You know what I mean? So I feel like the less traditional, the more modern kids that want to have better rights, more equality for, you know, in relationships and want to show that they're pulling their weight, you know, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not judging girls that want to do that. I'm just more traditional. Yeah. Um, I just find that a lot of these men too are hobosexual too. Like couch surfing men that have no residence, no known address, but want to <laughs> just jump from couch to couch, baby moms to baby moms. And like, I find that this is a, a running rampant type of trend right now that um, because as well, like there's so many blended families, it's just more common, right? There's more women mm-hmm. now who have a place with their children. And then, you know, a lot of fathers, baby fathers that don't, right, are out in the coals and will try to hobo, homosexualize their way into a new a new place, right? So yes. I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of bare minimums going on. I feel like it's a lot. It's a lot. But in the flip Uh side, can a woman also be giving the bare minimum and expecting the most? Yes, it also happens both ways. Yes. Give me your takes on that. Well, I was going to say, because like you said, in this new age where, you know, women have their own things, they don't necessarily need men for stuff or whatnot. There's also the flip side of women who don't. Because there are, like, you know, not everybody's the same. There are women who don't have their own things and don't have themselves established and still expect, like, oh, I want a man to come scoop me up, put me in a house, pay for my car, pay for all my bills and do everything. And I'm not just supposed to sit here and look. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, like, you're having a relationship and, and it, it works on both sides. Like, you're having a relationship with a whole person. Therefore... You have to treat the person with a level of dignity and respect that you also expect back. If you expect to be treated a certain way and to be held to a certain standard, you should be treating your partner a certain way so that, you know, they hold you to a certain standard. Maybe, okay, they can do more for you financially than you can do for them, but that's irrelevant. Like there is, it's nothing irrelevant. It's irrelevant having the, like being everything 50, 50, if you're treating the other person like garbage, therefore you're already automatically right. giving less, even though you may right. monetarily have less or asset wise have less. If you're giving them, you know, your kindness, affection, time, all the other love languages that don't require, you know, money, monetary values or things like that. I feel like that hits more for people 
in a relationship than like anything else you know Mm -hmm. exactly yeah I don't know I just feel like if you're always concerned about what's the next date we're gonna go on what's the next gift I'm gonna get or whatever then it's like go out with your friends right right if you want to go somewhere go out with your friends we'll all we'll all split the bill even Steven Mm -hmm. and then go on with your merry way but like if you're trying to work with a partner sometimes there is give and take and you can't be afraid to give if you're also expecting to take. Exactly, exactly. And that and that's very true. Like, I've been in relationships where, you know, the guy was taking care of me and, you know, loving me, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, a father of my kids, you know, but was not giving me emotionally what I needed. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard, especially like, if you're a woman, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't want to put a, a gender on it because women and men have feelings. So you can be taken care of, you can be given the world, but if you're not get, being given that quality time, that emotion, that love that you need, it's not going to work, you know? And yeah. on the flip side too, like you could, you could be out here loving a man, loving a man. And if he doesn't reciprocate, it's funny. Cause my dad said that to me the other day. I'm like, now you want to tell me this? I'm 30. I'm, I'm, pat, I'm in my 30s right now. And he's yeah. like, honey, you know, if you got in a, if a boyfriend, make sure he loves you more than you like him. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you got to make sure because it's the guy that makes the, the relationship function. And if you, if the woman loves him more, it's not going to work out because he'll take advantage. He'll do what he wants to do. Bro, but if the why woman, is your dad speaking nothing but facts? Girl, right? I'm like, it's a little late for that. Okay. I need to hear this when I was like 16. Okay. (laughs) But better late than never, I guess. Of course. That's true. Like, I was speaking. Okay. Speaking of getting triggered, and girl, we're going to roll into some hurt feelings. (laughs) Yeah. I posted something recently on our Instagram page, you know at this black girl podcast on Instagram or this black girl P on Twitter, but I posted it on Instagram. I don't know if it was reposted again on Twitter, but um, girl, the DMs, the DMs that were DMing were wild. Um, Essentially, it was a post that I came across. I found it hilarious, but it was a list of men not to date. And Mm -hmm. it had 10 items on the list. I put it up on the screen, you know, Eggplant under seven inches, men under six foot two, men without beards, without kids, broke men, men with braids. The way I took it was like, this is almost all men, <laughs> you know, like literally. <laughs> I, I, took the post as, I interpreted the post as like, okay, so don't don't date men because men will fall into <laughs> at least one of these categories, you know. Yeah. Um, let me let me quickly say, I'm actually gonna look right now. <laughs> I feel like I've dated every single one of these men this summer. Literally. <laughs> My hot girl, no bra summer. Literally, I dated every single one of these men. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so actually, wait, men with braids. I didn't date a man with braids this summer. I Never mind. I definitely dated a man with braids. I dated photographers. I've dated wannabe rappers. 
Uh, <laughs> ever dated a man who claimed to be an alpha, but definitely had the, it was, it was those men that like, how do you claim to be an alpha without telling me you claim to be an alpha? I've definitely right. that with the personality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Men who watch anime, of course, like that's most men. Um, and again, yeah. you know, again, that's most men, whatever. So yeah, looking at this, that I literally interpret this to be, don't date men. Just, just go go and find a woman now. <laughs> right. You know. Um, and then I added the poll because I'm just like, because I knew I knew this was like coming at gonna be coming at men's throats. So I put the post and I said, do y'all agree or do you feel attacked? Because um, what I'm not sure people notice, but like a lot of our listeners are men. Hi guys, we love you too. Um, <laughs> and so, um, you know, I asked, like, do y'all feel attacked? What is good? Like, how are you feeling? And like, they were like, yeah, like, what do you mean under six foot two? That's most men. Like, I can't control my height. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, I understand, you know, or like the, the, like even the, the penis, somebody made me the, the penis comment. They're like, what do you mean? Well, what if he's sick? Like, <laughs> Right. Then he's got my vote. <laughs> so it was just like it was very interesting to see them like ask certain certain parts or whatever. And then we had one more person who was shout outs, shout outs to that person because they were extremely passionate. And I feel like um the the concept just went over their head a little bit. And they were just like so upset that it was even po- even reposted because they um, were concerned about the um, the impression it would leave on men. Like, oh, they're going to feel like they have to defend themselves and it's going to attack their self-esteem and it's not really nice. And it's like, Maybe it's because I'm a girl mom. I don't know. I just, like, I don't want to say I don't mm-hmm. care about men's feelings, but, like, I'm not responsible for the impression or the feelings of men as a mass. Right, as right. A whole, as a collective. Mm-hmm. Therefore, and the reality. Mm-hmm. No, I'm Keep going. Saying, therefore, it's like, you don't have to agree with the joke. You don't have to, you know, but, like, to ha- dedicate a whole thesis? I personally feel was like a little unnecessary. Yeah. And I feel like what I feel like is that online it's out there, right? It's out there. It's going to be out there. And this was more of um, promoting discussion, right? Even if it's unhealthy, right? Even if it's like, that was obviously not applicable to most men. So I think that was the joke of that post that if your standards are X, Y, Z, then you ain't dating nobody. <laughs> like, you know, you staying home. <laughs> Forever alone. So, that, that was my whole point. That was my whole yeah. point. But um, so, I thought it was funny. I still think it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it is a funny. It's definitely how you look at it. Like, if yeah. you're coming at it from a more sensitive place, mm-hmm. then definitely that's going to, it's going to insult people, right? But on oh, the yeah. flip side, we could easily post something that says, you know, don't date women that wear wigs. Don't wear. Don't date women that wear lashes. Don't wear, date women that go to the hair store. Don't date women that wear heels that are you know don't above two inches. Don't wear women, right. that, you know that wear spanks. 
if she watches, uh, you know, if she watches Jackie Ina on YouTube, she ain't the one or whatever, whoever. Some oh, of Jackie, the then I'm done. Then I'm done. <laughs> I will always cake for Jackie, ma'am. Yeah, so, <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, but sure. we could definitely come up with a list of very common girl things that then, you know, would, would have the same effect. Yeah. But it, it's yeah. just being able to also see things out there and not automatically claim it as and take it personally. Right. Well, um, that, I was going to say, no, I want you to finish your thought, but I was going to say exactly no, that. That's it. That That's literally the thought. I was just going to add to that, that if you do take everything personally, you won't be able to face the online world. Like it's just, it's not the place for you because there's everything is out there already, right? So you have to be able to have a certain degree of separation between you and the stuff that you're, you know, ingesting from online, right? Absolutely. Well, and I was gonna say like the 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 saying like if the shoe fits, if the shoe don't fit, stop pushing your foot in there. You're not Cinderella. Let it go. You know? Let it go. Let it go. Right? <laughs> like you like. I'm just saying, because especially in this world where everyone's free to just kind of give their own opinions or thoughts or share their thoughts, repost, reset, you know, whatever. Like, I'm sure there's hurtful things that are published online and that are continuously published online about like dark skinned black women, short women, thick women, yeah, you know, yeah. all women, women with kids. There are men on online all the time. Don't yeah. date women with kids. Don't date women with kids. They want you just, they just want you to take care of your kids. Don't, Am I going to be sitting at home crying because a man mm -hmm. online who I don't know mm -hmm. said that not to date women with kids? And and this is another thing. I remember um, this clip. Mm -hmm. I remember where this clip was from, but oh, I know it was from Gaio, Gaio's okay. podcast. Okay, so he's one of our former guests. If you want to see um, Gaio, he's go through our catalog he's in there um but anyway Gayo Chingon and Cochino Chingon yeah. but um so he had said what was one of the biggest dating challenges I believe he asked another male guest of his and the guest said and it was among women who are 30 plus and the guy's answer was past trauma past trauma past trauma <laughs> and I was like I was so I took that so personal <laughs> I was hurt, so I'm playing devil's advocate here. So I understand why yeah. people get their feelings here and there because I'm here thinking like, I understand past trauma is definitely an obstacle when dealing with women 30 plus, but oh, there yeah. are plenty of women who are young, you know, with past trauma. You know, not all past trauma is from another man. Past trauma could be, you know, abuse in the home from your family, from your dad, from a cousin, uncle, blah, 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 blah. Plenty of people just have bad childhoods, maybe an alcoholic parent, and then, and then, yeah. But the reason why 30 plus people, we do have past trauma is because, hey, we've lived, we have a past, okay? But if you're just dating a girl who just came out the womb 15 years ago, okay, she doesn't have much of a past, you know what I mean? Well, and then gonna you're going to be her past trauma if you're dating a woman. Thank you. I was literally just going to say that. So y'all want all these clean slate girls for you to give trauma for her to not have past trauma. You that know what part. I mean? Instead of that actually part. dealing with a woman who has learned from her past trauma, you know, a right. woman who, cause not every 30 plus year old woman is out here crying, friggin' like your, your quote, crying, throwing up and sliding down walls. Okay. With their past <laughs> yes, trauma. Okay. okay. Oh, like, 
it was just so insulting. Like, how dare you? That's your biggest thing with 30 plus women. How about you stop triggering these 30 plus women? That means you're the problem. That's what that tells me. Well, my question is, now, now my question is, because I didn't hear this clip, but it sounds so juicy. So I have to go back. His podcast is called Susias Are My Favorite, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know, like, is this coming from a man who thinks that he has no trauma and that he grew up normal with, you know, uh, mas- uh, mas- uh, misogynistic and like sexist views and still thinks that's normal? Or is that somebody who's grown up, looked within himself, realizes he has his own personal issues, worked on it, gone to therapy, improved himself as a person, and then can say, you know, I do struggle with dating women in their 30s because they have past trauma that they haven't healed from. Mm-hmm. Because like, I feel like those, they, they hit different. Like having somebody Very who's, true. who's worked on themselves and say like, I just don't have the capacity for this versus someone who is dismissive and just learned the word past trauma recently and is now addressing like, oh, she's crazy. She has past trauma. Oh, she's crazy. She has past trauma, you know? Yeah. And that's triggering too, because a lot of men, I don't know about that guy particularly because um, I don't, I didn't finish the full episode. Like I was kind of going through all of his, um, you know how we have our little reels and stuff like slice bits. So I'm not sure exactly what that guy's specific situation was, but Mm. it is triggering for women because I just find that there is a trend for me, particularly like when I do listen to men's podcasts, it's just so easy to write women off and call us crazy. Like you mentioned, you know, like it's just so easy to say, okay, this girl, you know, she's a little too outspoken. So she's crazy. You know, this girl has a belief. She doesn't want this or a woman who, you know, makes a man pay for her meals. You know, she's got past trauma. She's crazy. What have you been through? You know what I mean? So (laughs) it's just an easy way to as well manipulate women. And it's it's a, I hate to use these words, but it is a form of abuse as well. If you're always calling someone crazy, you're you're launching out, you're, you're making them the problem instead of sitting down and asking, you know, Hey, like, I noticed you're a little uh, uptight about this and that, you know, are you okay? Like sometimes women can, women can just express why they feel a certain way or why they're doing a certain thing. You know, I find that men are quick to paint you with that brush sometimes. Because I feel like, because like I, I, this is my assumption. So if I'm wrong, um, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to tell me I'm wrong in the comments, but um, Mm -hmm. I feel as though, it appears that men aren't taught the um, plethora and the variety of emotions that women are allowed to have. Therefore, when they try to express emotions or how they perceive emotions, they have literally like three categories to choose from. She's Mm. either sad, mad, or hungry, you know, or crazy. (laughs) I see a woman, they could like, you know, like a woman could be grieving something and it's like, oh, she's just sad and not understanding the like the deeper layers behind it. Or like, I don't know, let's say you something upset you from like before you met up on a date with a guy and he's like and you you're a little salty about it. And he's just like, oh, she's just mad. she's just a miserable person. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, there's, there's stuff going on outside of you 
And because men, I feel like, aren't allowed to be that kind of complex, they, they like, make everything very surface level. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, and, and that's, that's why they true. do this. Because, like, you'll see a man in a bad mood because of something that happened earlier, and you're like, hey, what's going on? Oh, don't worry about it. Forget it. Forget it. It's okay. It's no big deal. And they true. go take out their frustration doing something else, whether it's, I don't know, working on a project, going to a gym, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's very true. You don't, I never really thought of it from that perspective. It's true. Men are very limited in what they feel they're allowed to express. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Like if they've been put in a box that they're either happy or angry with women when they can't express, when they can't compute whatever emotion <laughs> she's got, it's cra- it turns into crazy. <laughs> you know, right. it's like they, yeah, they can't understand it. Yeah, and it's funny because I listened to uh, Bill Burr, you know, the comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he has his own Monday morning podcast. And I wouldn't recommend it if if you're a sensitive woman, okay? I really wouldn't. I would not recommend it because he says some stuff. Like, I find him hilarious because I try to take it with a grain of salt. I don't, you know, I'm not one of those up in arms women like, you can't talk about women like that. Right. Even though, like, I do recognize that there are a lot of toxic types of, you know, manliness. Like, he was grown up in a toxic manly house. Definitely. Yeah. His dad didn't have emotions. His dad, like, just throw something at him or something like that. I, I mean, don't misquote me. Um, right. But he didn't have, like, a, a, a woke dad. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Very okay. just be a man, keep your emotions in and keep it moving type dad he had. So he will talk about women like that. Like, he'll just be like, yeah, you know, it's nice when you finally get a girl and you can sleep with her. And the next day she doesn't go crazy, calling you every five minutes and la, 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 whatever. He'll say different things. And it's funny that men even think differently. And like, what I've learned is that it seems like men just want a woman who is just chill. The more chill you are, the less high pitch you are less staccato you are like they just want like they want you to be high all the time just mellow (laughs) yeah yeah chill mellow and just flow all the time i that that's what i've at least interpreted as because anything else becomes crazy for them so at this point at this point right (laughs) and it's just like and it's funny because um one of the topics that i was that I've been seeing like reoccurring on my social media is women having the conversation slash criticism of men who want to lead, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, these alpha males, the the, the Samuels, as the other person mm-hmm. quoted it, which I love. Samuelites. <laughs> Samuelites, yes. Um, yeah. Saying like, oh, these modern day women, they don't want you to lead. Don't they want, don't they know that if they want a man, the man has to lead? And the girl was like, lead me where? Into a ditch? To a back dirty alley? Into a hole? Into my grave? Right. Not, right. And it was like, she, she dissected it pretty perfectly. It was just like, there's never, I don't have an issue with a man leading as long as he has a direction to go. I'm not following or letting a man lead me in circles for his own benefit or his own hobbyist ways or whatever. Like I want a man who's, who has like 
his good head on his shoulders and will mm-hmm. lead me, if anywhere, to greener pastures. You know, show Thank me you. a whole world or a better insight or a different viewpoint. Somebody who can encourage and ed- educate me. And I was like, girl, you're speaking to my soul. And that's, and it's so true. Like when men talking about leading, I, I, I don't like the idea of that because I'm telling you, we already know the top 1% is the top 1%, okay? Mm-hmm. So what are the other rest of them? You know what I mean? Like they are leading me to the top 1%. It's not about leading. It's about us walking together, you know? And yeah. it also encourages women to be that demure, quiet, silent one who's just bowing down, doing whatever. Like, no, a man is not meant to lead a woman. No, you're meant to support each other, you know, support me. But I am not following no ma'am. Where are you leading me? Do you even have a map, sir? Do you have a compass? Half of y'all don't even have a map to know where y'all's going. So no, I'm sorry. You're not gonna you're not gonna GPS me into into my grave or whatever, lead me around like like a, a two blind mice. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You have to have a map together, create a roadmap, create a plan. And that way you all know where you're going to end up. But that's the scary thing too, of when men, that's why I feel like that's why they want to date younger girls because Mm -hmm. the younger girl is naive and can be led, you know, and they want to lead and they don't want to be held accountable. And an older woman who has past trauma (laughs) to bring that up has learned from that. And she is going to hold a man accountable. Older women will hold you accountable. They'll say, okay, sir, you said, you know, you were going to do X, Y, Z. Let me see the receipts. You know what I mean? So that's that it. Part, so, okay. So funny. So just, just talking about this right now. Um, I was watching a clip from 90 Day Fiance, Single Life. And the biggest troll meme, Ed, was on it because he had his like 20 year old girlfriend that he broke up with, was in the news for being verbally abusive to her, all of this stuff, yada, 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 yada. Ed, yada. Ed um, um, I don't want to call him no neck Ed, but is it that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with one. the Filipino Same woman. No, 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 um, he moved on from that. He started dating a white girl, but she was also 28. And like the oh. relationship was such a mess. Like they, they mm-hmm. were mess, mess, like, okay. She is no okay, no disrespect to her because I don't feel like I want it to appear that I'm dragging another woman, but like Mm -hmm. this is what happens. This is like a case study of what happens of like a man with no accountability whatsoever and who's Mm -hmm. constantly poor me, poor me, poor me, but is constantly doing bullshit, and a woman with zero to low self esteem Mm -hmm. with past trauma come together. Mm. Messy, like I because like I'm sorry, no disrespect to him, but to at least to me, there is nothing that is appealing about that man to me. Mm-hmm. Like not even just physically, but like emotionally, he seems emotionally stunted. <clears throat> he seems very manipulative. All these gross characteristics that would not I would personally not find attractive in a man. And like this the way that this woman's running after him and begging for him and crying and oh and they were going on girl you would think that they were together for like on and off for three years they only dated for six months okay, okay. And, and i think a part of it was like she was with a an abusive ex-boyfriend and she has a child so it's like she feels those pressures of being told 
who are you going to be with? Nobody wants to be with you because you have a kid and, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who has clout like no neck ed is like oh well he's somebody that's well known and he's interested in me i need to do what i need to do to hold on to him and mess whole mess mm-hmm. um so they dated didn't work they broke up whole i like honestly if i was her i would feel humiliated okay um, and then what happened and then he went on the season two he went on a date now with an older woman okay because mind you this man's 52 i was just gonna say how old is he <laughs> yeah something and this girlfriend this last girlfriend was 28 the one before that the filipino one rose i think she was like 24 or 23 she was 23 yeah she was very young. young so this woman he went on a date with was 42 and the whole episode they made a point about her age oh she looks good for her age Oh, she's so nice for her age. Oh, mm. she's for her age. And I'm like, this man's a whole decade older than her. What do you mean? Exactly. For like, right. it, it was really, it was really like, it, I found it very um, disrespectful to her. Mm-hmm. And then, but the whole dinner, I was just like shaking my head because they went out swing dancing, which was kind of cute. And then they went out for dinner. And during dinner, he started talking about this ex-girlfriend, the 28-year-old. And he's like, oh yeah, I dated a woman much younger than you. She was 28. And I'm like, okay, so oh she never asked. So why is this information disseminated? Right, like, and then talking about how he broke up with her eight times over text and all this stuff. And I'm like, this man's wow. literally verbally vomiting all his red flags. He's dragging himself, exactly. Right? And and then afterwards, after everything, because he was trying to like craft a sob story for himself for this woman to maybe I don't know pity him into having sex or something. But um, after the whole date, he's like, "Oh, do you think we'd be able to go on another date?" And you could see in the woman's face she just wanted to get up and leave, and just never mm-hmm. talk to me. But she was at least decent enough to be like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's gonna so funny. But like have you okay, have you ever had a date that went that bad? Where like you're out with somebody and you think that they're nice or whatever, and then like all the red flags were just like bang, 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 bang. Oh my god, yes. Okay. Um I had gone out with a man who was not black. Okay. okay. He was a Caucasian man. Mm-hmm. And um nothing against that. But for me, a red flag um, with interracial dating, or at least something that tells me, it's a red flag. Let me just say that. It's a red flag for me, is yeah. when someone non-Black says something like, I don't have a problem with, with, with other races. Like, so what? I don't have a problem with, with other Black people. Oh, so what? You're Black. So what? He's, he's Indian. He's Chinese. Uh, so uh, it's like, mm. who asked if you had a problem with that? Like, if you are out of nowhere telling me you don't have a problem, you have a problem. You have a problem. Exactly. Yeah. That means you have a problem, sir, because, and this person said this while we were in line, it was like COVID was coming down. So there was still yeah. lineups to get in places, but I was mortified and, and like other people of color were around and I was mortified looking at my other brothers and sisters like, 
I couldn't even say I'm not with him because he was standing right beside me, like, talking directly at me, you know? Oh, and I was man. just like, get me out of here. It was so awkward. And I was going to say in his defense, there is no defense for him. But like, yeah. I'm here thinking like, okay, maybe, I don't know. I have no, I had no defense for him, but I was so embarrassed and I could yeah. not wait to end that day. I have not spoken since. Okay. Yeah, I went on a date. <laughs> I don't even want to call it a date because it wasn't really a date. But let's just say I had a sneaky link, okay? Mm -hmm. Who stayed in the house because, as you like to say, was not was not walkable in my opinion. Never <laughs> want to be seen on the street with this person. So it was stay, <laughs> sneaky link in the house. Yeah, and there was a day where um, he had been like oh a couple of my friends wanted to drop by like do you mind if they come over i'm like yeah sure i don't care like because in my head i'm thinking i'm like i'm not your girl so i don't care that's just more friends to the house whatever mm -hmm. and so they came over we were chit-chatting having a good time they seemed okay and like he was trying to play like you know being all affectionate put like arm around me and i'm like mm -hmm. <laughs> so okay. like yeah yeah you go talk with your friends i'm i'm good i'm good i'm like <laughs> and then the minute I knew like his friends were like a little too comfortable they literally <laughs> I can't I'll never forget this this was the wildest thing I've ever experienced <laughs> this guy gave me a little the cutest little china plate he's like here do you want some it was a china plate full of cocaine are you <laughs> kidding me I don't know. The cutest little china plate, like like literally a, a plate for like a saucer for like a teacup. And it was like uh, a pile oh of cocaine. It was so cute. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> um, like, no, thank you. I'll take the china. You keep the right. Mm -hmm. He's like, we're just gonna go in the kitchen and just just bump a few and whatever. And I was like, What? Uh-uh. Y'all, y'all do you. That's fine. You wouldn't believe how common Coke is now. Like, it's crazy. Well, I've been told so crazy. that it's like a running rampant thing. Like, just as much as like fentanyl and all that stuff. Like, I can tell you, Coke was, Coke was bumping from when I, like, I was in high school. Like, I was in. Really? Yeah. Like, I was, I think it was what, like, I was first, I first had friends that started using Coke when they were. Probably 16 in grade 10. Mm -hmm. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll go hang out and, you know, like, cause she, like, I wouldn't hang out with some of their friends after school. Like, we just had our own little mm -hmm. weird friend circle. And so I had a friend who would come back and tell me, like, oh, yeah, we, we did coke, we smoked weed, we did this. And I'm like, we drank. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. But the coke was like, ah. right? And then, and then they, girl, they were using fentanyl too. And I was like, back then? Back then, God and I, and I had, that was the one time I was just like, because I didn't judge them for what they want to do. So you want to do that's your business, just don't drug me. Um, mm. But that part, I was like, can I just? I was just like, girl, like I don't care that you want to smoke weed, do coke. Like I'll never judge you for that, but please don't do special K. Like please, like yeah, like that's the one I thing. Mean, like, don't do that. I don't even know the difference between all of these things. Like at this point, it just scares me because. 
anything that's not like even weed can be laced when you think about it you know yeah, weed yeah. is the most natural of the choices but it can mm -hmm. be laced so mm -hmm. never mind someone giving me some concoction that they just wanted to drum up for me to sniff up my nose like I in high school you actually did remind me though in high school there was um I remember there was a time that I heard somebody was in the girl's bathroom and a bunch of the girls came in and like we're just they would sniff it off the toilet seat off the damn dirty Bye. toilet seat Bye. Bye. Go in the stall so that no one could see them yeah and just yeah. sniff it off the seat I'm like wow Bye. like if it, you need it that bad sis like damn like what is in that that got you hooked yeah. like I mm -mm, I just couldn't Wild. So when he I just had the coke just sitting on the plate, I was like, okay, y'all are doing too much. That's not my flavor. Like, y'all, like, I, I, Big red flag. I was polite. I was like, not my flavor, but it's okay. Y'all do your thing. And they went off and they did their thing. And after that day, I was like, I, I ain't chill with these people no more. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I once know. had a guy yeah. upset that I wasn't gonna because he wanted a blow job okay? okay and I was like no <laughs> no like too bad like I'm not doing it yeah he's like all upset and on top of that this man had already divulged that he had constipation issues okay like sir um <laughs> what yeah Girl. yeah and he was trying Girl. to tell me because we had hung out uh, once before, like, and he lived, um, he lived in Toronto. I'm in, I'm outside of Toronto. And he mm -hmm. was like, you know, I could have rushed home that day after work. Okay. Cause of my constipation. But instead I took time, like trying to get, trying to guilt me <laughs> that he didn't rush home for the toilet, but he came to rush to me trying to guilt me. That, like, these are out, all out of wax, sir. Like, thank you, sir. I'm like, it's okay. If your priorities are out of wax, sir. But no, like, I'm sorry. I'm not doing anything I did not come to do that I am not comfortable with. And that's another thing, like, it's important to get out there for women because a lot of times there will be men that will try to manipulate you and press your boundaries and mm -hmm. try to coerce you into doing shit that is good for them, but not good for you, you right. know? So I happily told him, like, it ain't going down. I'm sorry. <laughs> On to the next. And I ended up walking out of his house. Like, I left. You know, we were supposed to chill, just have a good time, yeah. and it wasn't going the way he wanted. So I'm like, okay, Irks, got to go. Like, do not ask me, do not beg for anything because yeah. you will not get it. Oh my gosh, I hate a beg. I hate a beg man. I hate a beg man. It turns me off because it's like, like you said, like once I say no, no means no, no doesn't mean convince me otherwise. No doesn't mean thank you up for debate. No, it's not a suggestion. Okay. Right? It was an answer. It wasn't no question mark. It was no. Yeah. Exactly. That part. I'm telling you, like it just it turns me off so bad. And then when you get upset, they're like, oh, why are you angry for? I'm just asking a simple question. I'm like, because I gave you a fucking answer. And you still won't exactly. Drop but with that said, girl, we got to wrap this up. Have yes, a wonderful, we, we had a great hour reminiscing. I feel like, honestly, I want to go back and see those reels now because it's just, it's reminding, it's bringing everything back really for me. So we got to well, get I'm, back and look at those. I'm definitely going to be posting them. So check out the Instagram page, you know, 
at this black girl podcast you know tweet us whatever if you have a topic an idea send it our way we love to hear you know the communication we want to hear the feedback yes um, and the that. smoke bring that smoke Girl. even if you get in your feelings okay you're allowed to get in your feelings <laughs> absolutely <laughs> feelings are valid feelings are valid smoke is always welcome like you said nobody's blocked don't worry <laughs> exactly it's we, we welcome that smoke we, we welcome but we'll just we'll limit it to two or three exchanges and that's it <laughs> but um paragraphs is too much <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It can be a lot. It can be a lot. But um, definitely, uh, we had some great topics in this episode. If you guys agree or disagree, like we said, get in our DMs. Our Instagram is at this black girl podcast. Also, our name handles on here are our actual Instagram handles for each one of us. So definitely bring that smoke, like bring it, bring it, y'all bring it to me. Okay. I can take that. No problem. And if you're not watching this on our YouTube channel, Instagram, all of that, like we said, I'm your girl, Ola.miss.lola, Ola without the H. Mm -hmm. And I am at the Hildiva, T-H-E, Hildiva, H-I-L-D-I-V-A. Um, hopefully you can catch that quick, but, um, yeah, we're here for you guys and we're having a fun time recording this on our one year anniversary. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed it and we wish you a wonderful day. All right. With that being said, bye. Bye.